Hello, everyone. Yeah, I'm Alan Hayden-Jones, uh, head of programs for BBC Radio 1. Little did I know when I stood on the Radio Day stage a year ago, when I was talking about the fight for linear radio, that I'd be back a year later feeling so much pride to talk about not only a new Radio 1 breakfast show, but one that has added 400,000 listeners since it launched. Before I bring the host of that show and one of the members from the brilliant production team on stage, I'd like to tell you a little bit about how we got here, where we are today, with the new breakfast show. So, as you can see, in the UK, radio is still very healthy. It reaches 90% of the UK population 15+. plus. That drops to 84% when you focus on the younger 15 to 24-year-olds, but that's still 84% of the UK 15-24 population choosing radio. The second biggest audio reach is music streaming sites at just half. More 15 to 24-year-olds listen to digital tracks they bought and CDs at over 20% than listen to podcasts. But of course, that podcast listening at 16% is the fastest growing segment in the UK. It's the share that's understandably going to be hard to maintain. On the left, you can see that live radio listening makes up half of all audio listening consumption in the UK. And that percentage will get smaller as more people have uh, more devices and their cars have access to more forms of listening. So it's with huge pride that I get to say that Radio 1 has just had its largest share of 15 to 24-year-olds in quarter four for over five years. The work towards these accomplishments have been built over many years. In 2012, we established a strategy of listen, watch and share. It served us very well, so much so that today we're the biggest youth radio network in the UK with 10.2 million listeners, biggest YouTube channel of any radio in the world with 7.2 million subscribers, and we're the biggest radio station anywhere in the world on social with 8.5 million followers. But in 2016, we felt that having all our production teams focus on radio, film videos of the radio, and then put that on social meant Although we were good at it, we were perhaps at risk of losing our expertise of the listen. So we had assistant producers focus on all three platforms, but radio producers were to be experts in radio. Visual producers would be experts on visual for YouTube and iPlayer, and then social producers ran our social channels. In 2018, in what seemed to be the theme of the conference today, so we're very much aligned on this, our radio teams were dedicated again to the listen, and then we set out to work out what was best practice for the, uh, what young people wanted from the live radio, what its strength was, compared to other forms of audio, like on-demand, listen-again shows, our podcasts, or our mixes, which you can now get through the new BBC Sounds app. As a team, we figured the strengths of live, linear radio was about a way of audiences coming together. Immediacy, breaking news, serious stuff, but also the entertainment stuff as well. New tracks or new albums that are arriving. FOMO. How could we make radio so exciting that if you or your friends weren't listening, you really felt like you were missing out? So we started 2018 by holding a brainstorm. And one of the ideas that we settled on was hide and seek. Then breakfast show presenter Nick Grimshaw and Greg James hid somewhere in the UK without warning and just started broadcasting from that secret location. Pretty much no one at Radio 1 knew where they were and the presenters tried to find them. 
So they were going to need the help of listeners because there were no clues being given out. Presenters started putting their best guesses on social. A situation room was established at Radio 1 HQ to compile all the evidence that we could gather. And then listeners started posting their theories online and started joining in on the conversation. And then... Greg, really, come out wherever you are! I'm getting in a car okay. and I'm coming to find you. Kel? Yes? We're not even in Greater Manchester. Oh. Greg James is in a stairwell and he's about to go and do traffic and travel. There is a little blue car and to the left of you is just you and a big, big blue lorry with the words tile. And then he said little blue car and I thought I drive a blue car and there was the tile lorry. It was me. Faye? Faye! Ring the gun! Ring the gun! So, it's true. After a link where Greg looked out the window and described what he could see, Faye was listening to us in one of those cars, and they were found. The experiment was a huge success. It was fun and creative, it was good radio, and it engaged a lot of our listeners. They sent over 21,000 tweets within 24 hours using the hashtag, and 70% of posters were under the age of 24. And the listen? we saw a direct result on our live listening numbers. This gave Radio 1 its new tactic for this year. To maximise Radio 1's audience with the artists we have access to and add as much ambition to what we do as much as possible. When Nick Grimshaw then decided in June that after six years of doing mornings, becoming the second longest breakfast show run in Radio One's history, he said when he said he was ready to start having some lions, it meant we had to find someone who could deliver this strategy to the breakfast show. There was only really one person who was right for this. And here's an example of him doing it on one of the most ambitious projects on Radio One yet. Please let this be it. Radio One's escape room. There's a man walking into the studio in a, in a cap. Gregory, you're being taken away. I'm being led out of the building. I imagine I'm about to be kidnapped. It's been really great knowing you all. Oh my God, this is amazing and mad. What? Fail. Oh my God, what's <laughs> happening in here? That's amazing. There's a picture of notes on a piano. Postman Pat and his black and white cat. Oh my God, it's it gotta work. Be. When I press unlock, this is my last guess. Okay, here we go. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, we didn't think. Yeah, imagine all this is based on the episode of Postman Pat where he's <laughs> delivered a spacesuit. Now, earlier on, uh, Chris Stark was at your house. Uh, Chris Stark was in your marital bed. Um, so we thought we'd we'd get your lovely wife Bella on the line. <gasps> have you got any clues or anything? Me? Yes. Why would I have any clues? I'm not even watching it. That's how I'm feeling. You tried your date of birth, obviously. Try, try the date of birth. Have you tried there are a one, few two, that three, four, five, six, Greg? Yes, I've tried one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, thank you. And I've tried six, five, four, three, two, one. It's not helping. Okay, 28 hours in. Mad scribblings everywhere. All over here. 
I have a lead. I think I have a lead. All clues point towards Claudia, who is a star listener who's getting an AZ Harriet cookbook. So right now we can cross over to Claudia to see if this book is going to get delivered. Is she there? <laughs> Ainsley, come out, come out, wherever you are. Why, hello, Claudia. Nothing. I hate to be the one to tell you, there's no one here. Oh, what? Hello, hello, I have a parcel. <gasps> My heart's going, oh. I feel like this. I've got, no, I've got some numbers. What, what do you mean? mean? What do you mean? It's circled six numbers. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Here we, okay. Here we go, guys. I knew it. Door opening. Yes! We're on. Yes! 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 There's pyrotechnics, there's everything. It's happened! <laughs> <laughs>